You're listening to the Calm and Cozy Podcast. Practical advice for insomniacs, bedtime thinkers, and people who just need to calm the F down. This is episode four, and it's brought to you by the DIY Guide to Insomnia Relief. You can grab it by going to bethwyattcoaching.com and clicking on the freebies link. I'm Beth Wyatt, your insomnia and stress management coach. I'm also an artist, avid crocheter, expert napper, and the first to sign the petition for nightgowns to be considered formal attire. This episode is part two of my five-step series on relief for insomnia and bedtime anxiety. In my last episode, I talked about the importance of evening rituals and walked you through my evening ritual formula. If you haven't listened to episode three yet, please do that now and then come back. It's fine, I need a bathroom break anyway. Today I'm going to talk to you about changing your relationship with your bed. This one will be short and sweet. How's your relationship with your bed lately? Is it a love-hate relationship? Full of drama? Would you change your Facebook status to, it's complicated, or just block your bed's profile altogether and claim you're taking a break from social media when asked what happened? If you struggle often with insomnia, restlessness, or bedtime anxiety, I don't blame you if your bed hasn't exactly been your BFF. It's impossible to enjoy spending time in a place that causes stress and negative emotions. It's like spending time with a person who's emotionally draining. It's about time you and your bed had a heart-to-heart and hugged it out because you're going to spend one-third of your life in that sucker. Improving your attitude towards your bed can surprisingly improve your sleep quality. I know you're probably rolling your eyes at me right now, but think about it this way. You have an event to go to tonight that you've been dreading all day. Every time you think about it, or someone brings it up, you shudder. You do not want to go. And your reasons are valid. Every time you go to this stupid event, you end up agitated and frustrated. You spend way too much time there, and you always regret it because you have better things to do with your time. It's frustrating for you because you have to go, and there's no possible way of getting out of it. I can tell you right now that you're going to have a rough night. Your attitude toward this event says it all, and if, by some miracle, it ends up being better than the other events you've attended, it won't change your attitude towards going next time. Now think about a place you go often that you love. It could be a family cottage, a friend's annual summer barbecue, or the liquor store. When you think about going, you get excited. You remember all the great memories you've had there in the past, And even if, for some reason, this visit isn't as fun as the others, it's still a wonderful place to be. I know this is a funny example, but it just shows how going into anything with a miserable attitude, expecting it to be awful, will most likely make it awful. It also shows that going into something with a great attitude and expecting it to be positive will make the experience positive. Your bed is no different. Do a quick inventory of your bed right now. Are your sheets soft? Are the blankets cozy? Does your pillow give you the support you need? Does your bedding invite you in and make you want to hibernate? If not, it's time to invest in some quality bedding. Now don't worry, you don't have to go out and spend a fortune on nice sheets and blankets. I recently bought a really soft and cozy microfiber blanket from Amazon for $24.99. I do suggest buying a good quality pillow and finding a company that offers a trial period so you can sleep on it for a few nights before deciding. Your bed should be amazingly comfortable. You should crawl under the covers every night and let out a happy sigh. 
So, when selecting new bedding, ask yourself, Will this make me happy, Sai? If the answer is yes, it's a winner. If a bedding makeover isn't in the budget right now, try removing the cover from your duvet or bringing a comfy cushion from the living room into your bedroom and using it as a reading pillow. You could also change up the items on your bedside table, switch it up a little, and work on making your sleep space attractive and enticing. I have an essential oil diffuser and I love diffusing my favorite oils before bed. I love warm citrusy scents and lavender is my go-to and predictable choice for relaxing in the evening. Need a reason to make your bed every morning? Starting your day by making your bed can make you feel like you've already accomplished something. A poll from the National Sleep Foundation found that people who reported making their beds also reported better sleep overall. It is also known as a habit that can lead to other good habits. A nicely made bed will also make your bedroom seem cleaner and less cluttered. And can I just add that if you're working on changing your relationship with your bed, making it look nice by actually making the bed is kind of like buying her a new dress so she can feel pretty again. Come on, a little romance couldn't hurt. The last thing I want to say on this topic is to change the way you speak about going to bed. Expecting the worst isn't helping your sleep issues. When you start to prepare for bed, I want you to think to yourself, getting into my bed is going to feel so good. Your bed has been a place of struggle, unrest, and anxiety for too long. It should be your new favorite place in the world. When you get into your bed in the evening, I want you to say out loud, I love my bed. Letting out a happy sigh helps too. I do it every night. This has been Calm and Cozy, your insomnia and bedtime anxiety podcast. Join me next week when I discuss the importance of changing your focus from sleep to rest. Rest is one of my favorite topics when it comes to easing insomnia, so you won't want to miss it. Until then, sleep well and stay cozy.